And from the first day, did you have in mind that you want to spread the idea or was it just starting in your head and you saw the people and people were joining and you were like, okay, maybe I can or we can spread it all over the world, basically? It was, it was really a hammock idea. It was really uh, a few people who said, well, let's just go clean a beach. And we kind of took it from day to day or from week to week. It, uh, and that kind of then transformed the whole thing into something bigger. Yeah. The moment where first people started to call from other islands in Thailand mm -hmm. and said, hey, this is cool, we want to do the same thing. Then we started to have the intention, okay, maybe this can work in other places. And once yeah. that worked, and once it started to work in other countries, first was Indonesia, we definitely thought, well, if it works in Thailand and Indonesia, it can work in many different places. And by now, we have uh, projects that work here in Europe and in uh, 11, 12 other countries. So by now, we definitely know it can be working in all kinds of different um, cultures and, and countries around the globe. Yeah, that's really amazing. And also when I talked uh, to Crystal, who uh, was one of the founders from Kocheng in the Trash Hero group, she also said it's really cool that you have uh, a guideline and you give the people a step-by-step -step, um, introduction maybe and help them take them on their hand basically. Um, can you maybe tell us what is the step-by-step -step, um, project or the steps from Trash Hero? Yeah, so in the very beginning, we just did that by phone. We just told others how we do things. And then we finally started to write it down. And now we have actually have a really nice uh, handbook, how we call it. These are our guidelines that describe all the projects. And we have that uh, in English and published also in Thai and will be published in Indonesian language and others. The very basic uh, things that you need to do or that you need to follow the rules is first that you're not allowed to take any money. So we eliminated any kind of corruption or mistrust from the first day. So the cleanups are organized with in-kind donation. So materials, fruits, pineapples, watermelons, water for the volunteers, food, transportation, whatever, but not money. And then we are fully transparent. So every cleanup from a local community is posted then on social media, on Instagram and or Facebook. So everybody can see exactly what's happening. So if they sponsor two watermelons and they give that to Crystal or to Roman, they can see pictures later of the cleanup from volunteers eating those watermelons. So there's no question that Roman did just eat all those watermelons himself or sold it or whatever. So we really want to make sure people trust us. Um, the second thing is we work with positivity. So we, would, we actually have guidelines that it's not allowed to make a picture with thumbs down. It's not allowed to make a picture just with a dirty beach and saying, look, it's so dirty here, someone should clean it up. If we do it, we would maybe do a picture before the action, then do the cleanup and do a picture after the action and Photoshop them together so you can directly see before and after. So it has a positive impact. Because what we don't want is just uh, to point fingers at somebody. So we're never, we're never pointing fingers at anybody um, because we are aware that uh, the problem with the waste, with the garbage that is on the beach or that is somewhere where it's dirty, it's not the government that is just guilty for it. It's not just the producer that is guilty. It's not just the people who throw it there. We think it's really everybody. It's everybody... Uh, has responsibility for the waste that is there. And only if everybody works together, we can actually solve it. Yeah. Um, these are really the three main principles, I think. Yeah. 
I love it. Exactly. Also the positivity because what also I would I say all about because positivity moves people. Positivity brings, um, I don't know, people to see, okay, I can do something. If we only would point on people or problems, uh, nobody would like to make a change, right? So that's uh, yes, really that's exactly the thing. And what you also said was uh, really interesting that you think the trash, it's the whole system that has to change or everybody can take or has its own bit um, to move. And um, what I also found on the cleanups, I mean, when you look at the trash, it comes from everywhere, right? It's not only in Thailand, from Thailand, it's from China, from, I don't know, from anywhere. Um, and I also understood that you want to go to the source of the problem. So you not only want to do the cleanups, you also got the bottles project, for example, and other projects. Maybe you can also tell a little bit more about that. So what you do for recycling, maybe, or other projects around uh, the cleanups. Yeah, so it start, the whole thing started with the cleanups, but we really soon came aware that uh, ju just doing cleanups will not solve the problem at all. It's what we see the cleanups as a, is a good platform to reach out to new people to make them aware of the situation. Um, and we can see that people who change the cleanups, uh, who join the cleanups, they change their mindset. They change their behavior every single day. People who maybe have been smoking cigarettes and throwing their cigarettes on the beach or in the water or on the roads, if they join one cleanup and pick up 200 cigarette butts, they will never throw a cigarette uh, again to the floor. I think most of them. It happened to me the same. It happened to many people who completely changed their behavior, who came back after one year and said, since I joined your cleanups, I've never used a single-use plastic bag anymore. So this is really what we want to reach out with the, with the cleanups. Um, besides that, we started then a bottle project with stainless steel bottles. Um, and the, the, the goal of it is to reduce the amount of plastic bottles because most of those plastic bottles actually don't get recycled, especially in poor countries uh, with missing recycling facilities. So they end up somewhere, they end up in a landfill or in the ocean. So with a Trash Hero bottle, we buy it from the producer, we sell it to the businesses, dive shops, hotels, bars, for no profit again. So we're just in the middle actually. So we sell it for no profit. The businesses sell it for a, a little profit that finances them uh, also uh, free uh, water refill stations. So with every bottle they sell, they will uh, give to every person that comes with a trash hero bottle, they will get a free refill in that business. No matter if they bought it in Kochang or in Kolanta in Indonesia, we now have more than 400 businesses in Indonesia and Thailand that joined the project and we sold over 50,000 uh, bottles and that will uh, we probably saved 21 million plastic bottles from even being produced so we tried to reduce the plastic bottles um, apart from the bottle project we also work with reusable bags tiny small pouch bags that you can unfold and then you have a, a big bag so it's very easy for people to bring their own bag and it's easy for resorts because we try to motivate the resorts to put those small little bags to the key ring of the bungalow so every guest when they go shopping automatically have a bag and then we work with kids so we have a kids book by now published in thai uh, in Indonesian language and in English, where we work with whole schools, where kids learn the story uh, from from the trash, basically in a funny way. But the key of the book is the last two pages. They can collect points. So when they come to a cleanup, they get five points. 
And when they stop using plastic bags, they get a point. And stop using plastic straws, they get a point. And when they have their 50 points, they get their trash hero shirt. And they're so proud of this shirt that uh, one boy once asked me after a presentation, he came over to me and he was six years old. And he said, Roman, so do you know Spider-Man? I really, I really want to get his signatures. So he was, he was convinced that after work, Trash Hero will go to the restaurant and have coffee together with Spider-Man and Superman and Batman. So the hero slogan, show, it shows it uh, to us all the times. It really works perfect, especially with the kids. And therefore, we try to... Um, we try to come up with various solutions because we're aware the cleanup is not the solution. That's amazing. I mean, the kids are the future. They will talk and their families about what they accomplished and they will also motivate them to use a bag. So that's, I don't know, that's really amazing. Also what I found that kids are, they are easy to, to, to be inspired, right? Like you said, they're just gonna be a hero. <laughs> yes, yes. And globally, just to add one thing, globally, we're also part of Break Free from Plastic, a global, um, a global coalition of many, many NGOs throughout the world where they, they go really to the whole you know, government. They have uh, input in the European Union. They attack the big producer because at the very end, we think that the producers of those single-use plastic sachets, of the plastic bottles that are not really recyclable, they need to act. They need to feel the pressure that they need to change things. Then also, at the, at the other hand, the, the governments, um, on, a, on a big level, on a global level and on a national level, we need more laws. We need deposit systems, for example, because if a plastic bottle would actually have real value, they wouldn't just end up in a landfill and in the ocean. And at the very end, the people, so that the people have more awareness to not throw their trash uh, anywhere on the floor. And that's also a problem globally in every single country in the world. Yeah, definitely. How is uh, the network called again? Break Free from Plastic. Break Free from Plastic, okay. Breakfreefromplastic.org, the website. Yeah, cool. <coughs> so would you say the biggest problem when it comes to plastics is... Um, the producers or the government, basically that the option is there for people to buy plastics, or is it more your own choice uh, to choose it? Or is it the system? <laughs> what is the biggest I think, okay. I think it's all of it, right? I think it's all of it. You, you as a co uh, consumer have a choice already in most countries. You can choose various things, but it's not always easy because certain products are maybe just always packed in stuff that is not recyclable. Um, so I think it's a combination, as I just said, I think it's the producer that need to change and redesign those products that are not recyclable, that are currently just going either into the landfill, the incinerators, or if they don't even make it to the landfill, they will end up in, on the roads and in the, in, in the ocean. So, and at the very end, it's also the, the governments who can come up with new legislation, who could uh, introduce a tax to plastic packaging, who could... Uh, enforce a deposit system like uh, Germany has a lot of deposit system and it, it works quite well because Germany is one of the highest recycling rates in the world so I think it's a combination of all of it. A little bit loud right now with the rain I hope uh, people can hear me still. <laughs> um, no problem. What uh, means so that were like the most common questions now and I want to go to the quick questions I tell everybody in my podcast. 
So the first one is, uh, what means sustainability for you? What do you personally connect with the word sustainability? Sustainability for me means what, what, what we talk about is circular economy. That means everything that once comes in the economy stays in the circle. And if it can stay in the circle, it's good. If it leaves the circle, for example, if we build an incinerator and we just burn the waste after, it leaves the circle and it leaves toxic material, but it's still in the circle. So we need to make sure that everything that we produce, every material that is used, we need to think before we produce it, what is it going to be used afterwards, right? So we're sitting in front of a laptop right now, which is a big problem, e-waste. So before it should be produced, the people, the designers, the companies need to think, what are we going to do once the five or 10 years are over and uh, someone throws it away? Is there any possibility to reuse those materials? I think this is, for me, this is sustainability when we talk about waste. Yeah, to rethink the whole process, not from take, make, waste, but like you said, put it circular right from the beginning. Yeah, that's amazing. Do you have a simple tool, maybe besides uh, taking your own bottle or your own bag? Or do you have a simple tool everybody could use to maybe make a little bit of a small switch in their life to make a difference? Um, I, have a, I have a little trick. Uh, once the whole thing started and I visited here in Switzerland one of the incineration plants, um, and I thought it's a good solution. And after I got all the information from them, I visited the, the headquarter where they uh, have all the technology to build those big machines to burn all the waste and we kind of thought here in Switzerland We think this is a is a good solution Once I found out all the data from them directly It says that 20% of everything they burn actually is left over as toxic waste so my tool so means that the, the black ash and especially the fly ash that stays in the uh, in the filter needs to be put somewhere and it's toxic to highly toxic uh, pretty much forever. So we landfill it somewhere. Actually, uh, 70,000 tons of the most toxic waste from incinerators in Switzerland is exported to Heilbronn in Germany. So what started to help me as a trick is that whenever I put something in, in the trash and in my bin that then goes to the incinerator, I have in mind that 20% of it, to just simplify it, will stay back somewhere and will be just toxic forever. And that small trick just helps me a lot to, when I go shopping, when I buy things, to just say, no, I will just definitely refuse it. And the second thing is also to just have a commitment. Um, if it's too hard to have a commitment for everything, just choose one or two things first and do that. My commitment about four years ago was I tried to not use any plastic bottle to drink water. And I pretty much succeeded. So in four years, except for the time when I had dengue fever, I really needed uh, fast some water and there was no refill station. But I have not used a single plastic bottle to drink water. And so this is my strong commitment and there's others. But I think choose your own commitment and try to uh, succeed on that one. That's such a strong picture you can make in your mind with the set of 20%. That's really amazing. I mean... I think some people tend to forget when they hear, oh, wow, crazy, but maybe they will remember and then be like, okay, when I put in a waste, part of it is going to be like here forever. So, yeah, thank you for sharing it. That's really crazy. No and, um, Is there a book maybe that inspired you personally? 
Um, there was a movie that definitely changed my, my life and it's called Trashed in German, Weggeworfen with Jeremy Irons. And uh, that basically shows all the facts of what happens with the trash, what happens when we burn it, what happens when we landfill it, what happens with all the consequences. So I can definitely recommend that to everybody. That After this one, uh, I think my mindset was completely changed, yes. Okay, thank you. And um, where do you see the world in 10 years from now? I mean, we also had the IPCC report that um, got us a lot of, I don't know, facts. We were like, okay, we have to do something right now, but we still have time to turn things around, I would say. So what is your feeling? Can we basically, can we make it? What did you say, IPCC? Yeah, we um, had this IPCC report. The report which says that uh, we have to keep the temperature below 1.5 uh, degrees. Okay. Yeah, and I was saying normally we would say, okay, 10 years from now there's a tipping point and we have to change now. And uh, what is your feeling? Are you positive? Do you think we can make it and uh, turn things around? Um, well, definitely we're positive. It's already in our guideline to stay positive. Right? Looking at all the facts and once you su you get sucked in into this uh, into this plastic world, you're going to start to see so many different problems, right? When we wash clothes, if this wouldn't be 100% cotton and will contain plastic, with every washing, plastic fibers are going to be released and go into the ocean at the very end. We find them in Antarctica by now. And so this stuff, once you dig deeper and deeper, it gets quite shocking. The same with climate change, the same with so many issues. Um, and the thing is, if you start to just look at all the problems, at you're just going to be uh, like frozen, like you're just going to freeze and look at the world and say, well, the world is going to end. We can't do anything about it. It's too late already. Everybody already tells us it's too late. And then what normally happens is we just don't do anything. So I'm aware of all this uh, bad news and that, the, that, that there's a lot of various problems. I think to focus my time better on solutions then on the on all the problems is a is a better way to invest my time um we still have hope definitely otherwise we would have stopped already a long time ago and uh, when we see all the positive news when we see all the actions from from our volunteers worldwide that really some of them um have not really any you know we have volunteers that don't don't really have a bank account we have volunteers that don't know how to feed their families in two or three months that don't know how to pay their rent and to buy the food and to how to send their kids to school and have money for it but they will still go out every single week and organize a cleanups and wear a trash hero shirt and go around their community and try to make their island clean and if they have five dollars spare they will invest it in a t-shirt and buy for one of the local kids give them a t-shirt away for free if they somehow can so to feel their commitment to see the commitment from those guys who have nothing um, that gives us really the best hope in the world because I think if they can do it, everybody can do it. And that's also one thing that we see all the times. You know, people ask me, ah, oh, Roman, why don't you take salary? You should get paid for this and this and that because you're doing an amazing job and blah, 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 blah. And, uh, and I feel like, but wait a minute, if we can't just help every single person in our movement to not have to invest their own money, then why should I take any salary? 
we're getting to this point where we eventually, where we now start to employ people because we definitely have to, but we want to focus on those local heroes that for me are the real heroes because they cannot just press the red button and or come back to Switzerland and, uh, and have enough food. And uh, if a tsunami comes, if an earthquake comes, we had people heading by the earthquake in, in Indonesia and the next Sunday they would still do the cleanup. And this commitment, this gives us hope that we really can solve those big issues. Wow. I really, I really had goosebumps right now that you shared the story. I think this is what really moves people to see others I don't know, coming from nothing and really want to help. And I don't know, that's, uh, that's just amazing. Wow. Uh, is there anything you want to add or want to share with the community? Anything, any last message or the best point of contact maybe also? If they want to follow your journey or the, uh, the trash hero, what they're doing? Yes, so definitely don't follow my journey. Follow the journeys <laughs> of all the trash heroes. So what, 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 I can, what I can say to the whole community, if anyone out there has four hours per week time to help us with anything, could be translations, could be uh, web design, could be whatever you can think of, please get in touch with us uh, over our website, www.trashhero.org or on Facebook, Trash Hero World or Instagram, LinkedIn, wherever you wish. Um, and get involved because we live from all those volunteers that help around the globe. Our global team is all kind in, in, in all different countries. We, we have Zoom calls with each other. We start to have an online office. So everybody can really do their bit and help. And if someone wants to get involved, please get in touch with us and, yeah. and help because we can definitely do more with more help. Okay, thank you so much Roman, for taking the time. Thank you for sharing your inspiration and uh, information of the community also from Tashiro, your positivity. Thank You're you. welcome. Thanks to you. Wow, so that was an amazing episode. I hope you also enjoyed it as much as I did. And um, yeah, I just love the story from a traveler that found another way, found a way to give back and like he you can't plan it right sometimes just life happening and uh, life showing you what you can do and how you can contribute to a better world i guess so sometimes it seems big like this global network of cleanups and everybody joins but in the end it's also a few people that started on an island in thailand and that's why it's such a cool story what i wanted to share with you because um in the end, you can also be a part um, in your everyday decision. You can make a difference. You can leave a plastic bottle. You can take your own bag. And like Roman said, imagine uh, even if you use plastics, for example, and you think, okay, it's going to be recycled. Yes, sometimes it's going to be recycled, but 20% of everything you put in the bin ends up as toxic waste. So. We really have to move things as a whole. The whole system has to change, but you can be a part of it. You can do something and yeah, you have a lot of power in your actions. So start small and believe in positive change. There's a lot going on already. So when listening here to this podcast, you know there's a lot of people out here that make a change and yeah, we have to hear more of it. 
So if you want to review my podcast, that would be awesome so more people can find it on iTunes. Thank you also for everyone that already did a review. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you so much. And yeah, remember, sometimes you just need to change your perspective and the world around you will change as well. 